Show Home and Mortgage Talk Saturdays at 8 a.m. Sundays at 11 a.m. Here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m. and 92.5 FM. Now here's your host Jay Garvins. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title. Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs Gold winner. Good morning, America. Radio and podcast listeners, I am Jay Garvins, your host of Home and Mortgage Talk Show, and we are smack dab in the middle of June. What a great hot afternoon that we're going to have today. I've got my radio show outline and script in front of me, and if you've never heard my voice, I am Jay, and I'm your friend. Whether you're listening to the podcast on KRDO, my Mother Station, or whether you're tuned in right now, driving around, you can get a hold of me directly at 330-1457. If you miss any part of the show, you can go to jgarvins.com, jgarvins.com. You also can get a hold of me if you would like me to help you with your purchase or refinance transactions at churchillcolorado.com. That's churchillcolorado.com. You click on the local Colorado Springs team. Churchill Mortgage, we're national. I'm a licensed loan originator. We are operating in 47 of the 50 states. The other three, we choose not to be there, but we choose to be there for you. We are local, though, right downtown Colorado Springs, but we have a mortgage company that serves you nationally. We serve our own clients with the loan servicing so we are A to Z, and you can call me directly at 330-1457. Every single summer, I take an episode or two to divert from the normal conversations I've had. I'll be right back on track next week as I've got a show a little bit different than uh, spring break, but it is Rates Gone Wild. We just had a 075 Fed benchmark interest rate increase. That was the largest interest rate increase since 1994, and the United States is not alone. We have England, Europe that are increasing their benchmark rates. Everybody brought these essentially to zero going into the pandemic, and many people said, please, 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 let's not make the cure more painful than the disease. And we've done that. Folks, I'm here to tell you, but I'm not going to talk about it a lot today. Inflation and interest rate increases are here to stay. There's more big ones to come. They thought the benchmark rate would maybe be a point and a half by the end of the year coming up over a full point from the pandemic. They basically brought it down to effectively zero, 0.25%. had never been there before going into the pandemic. When that happened in March of 2020, I knew there was something big and dangerous around the corner. The Fed had never, ever done that. Of course, the pandemic came into existence in March, and now we're getting out of it, but rates have gone wild. But today and a couple other weeks during the summer, I'm going to do casual shows, and with the drum roll, Matt, I am going to share with you a topic called a trip to the heartland. A trip to the heartland, friends. I just took a trip into the Midwest I call them the flyover states. 
And like I said, you can get a hold of me at 719-330-1457. Many of you, Doug, uh, Denise, Jane, Alan, thank you all for reaching out uh, this last week. I just talked to Kathleen. Kathleen and I had not talked in over two years, but you can call me at 330-1457. I want your comments. You give them. Often, the only diversion from the conversation of a trip to the heartland is I'm going to have Bill McAfee, one of my good friends and longest-standing partner on the show over nine years. He's going to do the economic update. We're still breaking records with the average and median home price, our inventories of real estate, the number of houses available on the market are improving, which that is good. Uh, interest rates are increasing. They just increased again with the uh, benchmark Fed rate, and I will talk about a little bit of that in a brief housekeeping. But other than that, I'm going to talk about a trip to Hayward, Wisconsin, with what I call now my adult son. Uh, my son is 18 years old. He's always been mature. He's literally 18, going on like 32, maybe 28 to 32. Congratulations to he and Maddie. They just celebrated at 18 a two-year anniversary. They're going off to college, and I've asked him not to get a full-time job and work this summer so we can spend more time. And I want to talk to you with the title of A Trip to the Heartland about not only observing the lifestyle and the economy on the road trip, through Nebraska, through Iowa, through Minnesota, and into upper Wisconsin, but more so a reflection and maybe a set of observations and goals set about spending quality time with your loved ones. Now, of course, I'm always going to sneak in what are the home values along the way and what is the uh, cost of living in each state and big cities along the way. I mean, some of the big cities that I went through, of course, was Denver. Then we shot up 76 and across to 80. And, of course, we went through Lincoln, Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska, Des Moines, Iowa. Then we popped up through Minneapolis. And then, of course, we went into the great Northwoods, less than 50 miles from the Canadian border, less than 45 miles from Duluth Superior in nowhere Hayward, Wisconsin. I mean, we're miles from the Upper Peninsula. The actual city that I went to was Minong, Wisconsin, M-I-N-O-N-G. If you have never heard of it, nobody has, but if you go into a convenience store or a Walmart and pick up a bag of Jack Link's jerky, you know, the whole Sasquatch commercials, that is headquartered and that is manufactured in good old Minong, Wisconsin. There's a lot of good things manufactured in Minong, Wisconsin. I will tell you later, but I brought back a 1952 Evinrude outboard 7.5 horse engine. That's another thing, a beautiful thing built in Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Pushed the lawnmower around with the Briggs and Stratton motor from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Wearing my pair of Oshkosh Bagosh overalls when I was cleaning the cabin from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And the list goes on and on and on. But we're going to talk about some fun stories along the way. Just tremendous quality time with my son. The last time we had done a road trip was actually like 2013, like nine years ago. I mean, just my son and I. I think it was about that same time, maybe 2013, 2012, that I took the last road trip with my daughter. But he's going off to college. Kind of think for a minute of maybe one of your children, where I categorize Asher now, my adult child, some of your friends, maybe a neighbor, maybe your siblings, maybe your adult parents, your elderly parents, 
just think about taking quality time and maybe a little bit of an adventure because that's what we're going to do the rest of this segment. Now, don't hesitate because we're going to have some economic update with Bill McAfee and call me during the break at 719-330-1457 to start your next purchase or refinance transaction. I'd be more than happy to help you or call me 330-1457 or visit the website churchillcolorado.com. I'll be back right after these important messages. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show, A Trip to the Heartland. Good morning, America. How are you? Don't you know me? The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Sing a song about the heartland, the only place I feel at home. Sing about the way a good man works until the daylight's gone. Well, thanks so much for sticking with me. I'm Jay Garvins, your friend, your host, sitting here in the studios of KRDO. I hope you're having a great Saturday, or if you're listening on the replay of Sunday or the podcast, welcome. I'm having a conversation today just with you. I like to get personal, and today's show is titled A Trip to the Heartland. I was born and raised in Wisconsin. I'm a cheesehead by birth, but Packer fan by Choice, I am a, a Broncos fan by marriage and very proud of it. I took a road trip with my son with an F-150 two-ton truck, flatbed trailer. That was another ton. And we went back to the Midwest where my late parents blessed us considerably beyond measure growing up when they purchased a cabin. And this is a real cabin, like with all the mice. Built on the property in 1898 from the trees they cut down, remote, three acres, five miles to the closest stop sign, four miles from the closest gas station, three miles from the closest bar or marina resort. You know, Minnesota is the land of 10,000 lakes, but uh, Wisconsin is right behind them with like 9,000. And in this Minong, Wisconsin, which is relatively close to Hayward, Wisconsin, which is at least a bit known for Telemark, Wisconsin, where telemarking was invented. It's the musky lounge capital of the world. Wow. And also... It is the uh, Lumberjack International Competition. We're going back later in the month of June here, uh, like June 27th to July 2nd, and we are going to the Lumberjack Competition internationally. Guys from Norway, Denmark, Germany, Sweden, and of course all over United States and Canada. But our lake home is on a 450 acre glacier lake and my son and i hopped in the truck i have not been up to that lake home cabin in nine years our kids have been there but not as of late and i decided hey asher let's hop in the truck put a flatbed 
trailer, go to the cabin along with my siblings have done the same to check it out, do some maintenance, decide what we're going to do with it. It is a 50-year legacy, and I got so much more than I bargained for taking this trip. If I could tell you one thing, I don't regret that I haven't done this in nine years, but having done it now, I wish I would have done it more because, like I said, I've taken my son across the country once to Cincinnati, once to Kansas City, and now to Wisconsin. But the other two times were to Packer games. Uh, Packer fans travel well. I guess I've taken him up to a Bronco game as well. But we're talking road trip with a car, with gas stations, buying snacks and foods that you really shouldn't eat. But my son is an amazing, mature individual, and it's because I've invested time in him. He's very, very intelligent just graduated from high school, I'm sure you're proud of your adult children, your small children, or your parents. I am no different, but he graduated very high in his class, got accepted to a very good school, Wash U in St. Louis. That's going to be one more great road trip that my wife and I will do this summer. We're driving him to St. Louis 11 hours to have that experience. Not everybody gets that, but with my son doing this three times, one-on-one time, on the road, More specifically to me, driving through the heartland of America. I read the news and I sometimes get a little bit frustrated and a little bit discouraged with what I call the coastline politics of, you know, the east coast of New York and their antics and the west coast of California, Oregon and Washington with all of these crazy things going on with our genders and school and all of this. But you go into the heartland. And it puts your heart at ease right away, because like I stated the last segment, we drove up through Denver 76, then 80 through Lincoln, Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska. Of course, course we get hit Kearney along the way, North Platte, then we go in through Des Moines, then we pop north on 35. I think we are on Highway 80 for like 450 miles. And my son was driving a Ford F-150 with a one-ton flatbed dual-axle trailer behind it, heading to the heartland, seeing if he could handle a full two-ton 1983 Jeep CJ7 we threw on the back, if you can picture that in your mind. We've had a Jeep at that cabin for decades. I don't know if any of you have ever had vacation spots or cabins. It's very common in the Midwest where from... 1972, when I was five years old, maybe six, all the way through my recent visit, been 50 years in this remote cabin every single summer from six years old until 16 years old when I got a job. We packed up the station wagon and later the van on Memorial Day and went and drove five hours to northern Wisconsin where it stays light in the end of July and August till 10.15 at night. We're as far north as Germany is in Europe. We're on the Canadian border, minus 50 miles. No internet, no TV, paddle boats, canoes, sailboats, fishing boats, speed boats, mini bikes, motorcycles, and jeeps. And you just, it's incredible. In Colorado, you get things that are called licensed or registered OHVs, which are off-highway vehicles, which are side-by-sides, ATVs, not in Wisconsin, not in Minnesota. So you got to put that thing in a truck or on a trailer in Colorado and haul it around and go to your designated spot to follow the rules of the ranger lackeys, forgetting that it's our federal land. They don't forget that in Wisconsin. They have... ATV and 
side-by-side routes where they say ATV side-by-side on the pavement. They used to have them on the side of the road with the ATVs and the motorcycles, but the side-by-sides got so big, Wisconsin made a law that says, hey, look, it. in the upper peninsula of Michigan and northern Wisconsin, pontoon boats, fishing boats, ATVs, and side-by-sides rule the land. It's sportsman delight. Uh, there's parts of Colorado still like that, but they're dwindling with our governor, Pinhead, but I digress. But driving along the road and just having the stories and the conversations with my son, I'm a guy who loves to drive. I told him I could drive for a living as a semi-driver. Well, after I drove 1,100 miles back with uh, our truck, a flatbed trailer, and a 1983 CJ7 on the back, I'm like, well, you know, it's like picking a weed in the yard. Maybe I'll pick some half a dozen or a dozen for one day and then spray the rest or let someone else hold the weeds because I don't know if I could do what these amazing men and women do as the semi-truck drivers, but not me. That was a heck of a toll. We put 2,400 miles. And along the way, folks, it was unbelievable. Here's the biggest takeaways I want to share with you today. Take the time. This summer, I don't care about gas prices. You call me at 719-330-1457. I can help you budget your money. We have been helping so many people in their golden years, people that are 62 to 82 years old, really wrap their brain around this home equity conversion mortgage, the HECM. Prior to 2009, it was called the reverse mortgage. We've helped over a half a dozen people this year. And if you have tremendous equity in your house, your cash poor but house rich, if inflation, the gas prices, grocery prices, utility prices, food prices, all of that starting to get unmanageable, you call me at 330-1457. If you're over 62 years old, the incredible thing about a VA, government-insured home equity conversion mortgage, is that you can get rid of your mortgage payment and keep your house. And the interest rates now on these products are 4.5%, where conventional loans are 55 and 6% right now. Folks, that's a reality. I mean, you can't even hear it on the news stations that earlier this week, the Federal Reserve raised the benchmark interest rate by 0.75 percentage points. So now if you have a fixed mortgage, that doesn't affect you. You can get a new fixed mortgage in the fives. You can get a new reverse mortgage or a home equity conversion mortgage in the fours. It's lower. Fifteen years ago, reverse mortgages were 8 and 9% and conventional loans were 4 to 6%. Now it's the opposite. You've got conventional loans that have spiked up to 5 and 6%, and you've got these home equity conversion mortgages down to 4 to 5%. We spent $650 on gas, folks, and when I come back, I'm going to go ahead and talk about what the cost of living is in each one of these states as I drove in some of the big cities across the country. I'm going to talk a little bit about what is the house prices comparative to Colorado Springs, And what's the unemployment? What's the job prospects like? You know, a lot of you are getting back together with your work environment, trying to retire, but some need to go back to work. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to go through those details. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. Please call me during the break. If you've got credit card debt, that interest rate went up 0.75%. Call me. I can fix it. 330-1457. You've been listening to The Jay Garvin Show. Back after these messages.
From the prairie state to the old great lake, the Midwest my home. And the willow trees blowing in the breeze, it's pretty as a poem. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's. Hey, where's the beat? Welcome back. I'm your friend Jay, right here on the Jay Garvin Show, KRDO, News Radio, Colorado Springs. If you're listening by podcast, I've been bringing this conversation to you for 10 years now, January 28th of 2012. And now it's time to talk a little bit of mortgage. You know, I'm talking about a trip to the heartland. I was born and raised in Milwaukee. I think you have earmarked kind of pillars because you're really to the East Coast. By the time you get through Ohio, they don't really call that the Midwest. Indiana is, of course, Illinois is. Of course, I even think that Michigan can fall into the the Midwest, but you definitely not Pennsylvania or Virginia's. And then by the time you get to Colorado, you've arrived in the West. But everything in between is the breadbasket of America. The producers, the workers, the farmers, the flyover states. Well, the flyover states are going to have a big, huge voice in November, I'll tell you that. But I keep focused on real estate. But I drove all the way through Nebraska, all of the way through Iowa, and then pointed north to Minnesota, and then hopped over to Wisconsin, hitting the North Platts, the Kearney, Nebraska's, the Lincoln, the Omaha, Nebraska's, hitting Des Moines, turning north before Dubuque. But going up through the heartland of Minnesota, I cut across the Mississippi River by Rochester, Minnesota, and went to La Crescent, Minnesota. That's a good one. La Crosse, Wisconsin, the the home of Old Style, the University of Wisconsin, La Crosse, my alma mater, and Old Style beer and manufacturing from Leinenkugels a bit. And I go on, visited my aunt there, my tremendous Aunt Lo. Headed north up Highway 53 through the heart of Wisconsin into and beyond Rice Lake, Hayward, into the middle of the forest. But along the way, I took some mental and physical notes. The big takeaways for this show is that I want you to take the time. I don't care if it is a road trip to Florence, Colorado. Come on. I don't care if it's a road trip to Leadville. We're so blessed. If you want to get splashy, you can go to Aspen or Pagosa Springs or Grand Junction or Durango. The list is endless. I could go on for 30, 40. We did all these road trips during the pandemic, which was my superpower for time with my kids. But my adult son, Asher, who just graduated, is going off to college. Notice that your children become what you speak over them. And I've always stated that he was mature because he is mature. He's what many parents call, as I would agree, an old soul. But this young man got in a truck, and this is the trip coming back. With a flatbed trailer and a winch, we pulled a Jeep up onto the flatbed and secured it down. Of the 1,100-mile trip home, he drove like 500 miles on the freeway, 75 miles an hour with the truckers and the campers and the vacationers and the commuters. 
And I have no doubt in my mind when he goes down to St. Louis for college or whether he goes across the country with his girlfriend, fiance, or wife, there will be no worry because he's prepared. So I encourage you to do the same. It doesn't have to be your son or daughter. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a next-door neighbor. Maybe it's someone from your church. Just one person. Maybe it's your wife. Maybe it's your husband. You haven't taken this trip in the car. Try not to beat each other to death. Be nice. Be patient. Be loving. It's easy for me because my son is more mature than me. He has the intellect. He's got the emotional stability. But I wanted to teach him perseverance and hard work. It's hard work to drive a truck on the freeway with a trailer with cargo. It takes focus. It gives you self-confidence. But it can be your sibling. It can be your aunt or uncle. It can be your nephew or niece. It can be your coworker. Just take the time and build a memory because you don't get this moment back. And come on, I say it at the end of every radio show, go grow and prosper, tell someone close to you that you love them. Because the mortgage, the Jeep, the truck, none of that matters. It's your relationship with a higher power who my higher power is Jesus. I would encourage you to get to know him, but get your own if you need. But just submit yourself to a higher spiritual power. Pray over, take care of your health your memories, your loved ones. That's it. There are no trailers on the hearse. You can't take this stuff with you. And when I went into the heartland, this was only a four-day trip, but it seemed like a month. And when we went through the different cities, I've seen a 26-year transformation of Colorado. Not good, not bad, but definitely different. When I came here in 96 as a soldier, and guess what? With a rider moving truck, I told my son, packed to the hilt, a flatbed trailer with my Ford Mustang convertible, happy pilot that I was, had to have my fancy rear-wheel drive sports car that worked in Colorado like oil and vinegar, get to the winner, a rear-wheel drive peppy sports car isn't impressive. It's called spinning. But things have changed. When I got here, Colorado Springs was like at 93% of the national average of living. Houses were expensive compared to Alabama, where I moved from Fort Rutger, Alabama, out of Enterprise in Dothan, where you could buy a house for 65000 When I got here, I wanted to buy one for 185000 in 1996 and was shockingly surprised that to get any house at all, let alone a new built house, I was going to be somewhere between 105 and 125,000. I ended up buying a house for 118,000, way bigger than I wanted. Three bedroom, two bath, turned it into a four bedroom, three bath. Got roommates. I was single. Colorado was 93, 94% of the national average of living. Now, Colorado, I did a radio show on this, is 106% of the cost of living. Now, Colorado Springs is better. It's 104%, but that's up like 10 percentage points in the cost of living with your groceries, with your transportation, with your housing, with your health care, with your fuel costs, utility costs. All of that stuff is averaged in. Denver's like 119% of the national average, but it was quite refreshing to drive through the Midwest, and just to let you know, one of the first big cities that we hit, Omaha, Nebraska, it's 91% the national average of living. Now, if you're going into your retirement years, this is so important for you to listen, because for the first time ever in my 10 years in Colorado, I'm telling people, I told a couple in my office on Friday, Bill and Leona, that, hey, you might consider in the next 10 years, while you're in your 60s, that... If you don't have enough 
month at the end of your paycheck and you run out of paycheck before you run out of month, you may want to consider retiring to one of these flyover Midwest states. Now, I'm not going to talk about Springfield, Missouri or Oklahoma City or Texas or Arkansas or Tennessee, like where we bought houses in Franklin and in Knoxville. But Colorado is getting expensive enough to live in that if you have a fixed income, this show isn't as much about a trip to the heartland as it's a consideration for relocation in retirement. Because Omaha, Nebraska is a beautiful city, and it's 91% or 13% below the cost of living. That means instead of buying eggs at $2.50, you can buy them at $2.10. I'll get into gas and housing costs later, but then as I drove through Des Moines, Iowa, Des Moines, Iowa, Iowa is one of the most affordable states to live in, and the west side of that state is so gorgeous. With rolling hills, as you start to head north and east in Iowa, it gets flat, but it's 88% of the cost of living nationally, so it's 12% below the average cost of living in the United States, and we're 4% above, so that's 16% more affordable living. Now, you go even up and into Minneapolis, which is a metropolitan area like Denver, because I did go through Denver, and Denver's 119% of the cost of living. Minneapolis is 97% of the cost of living. Now, I will tell you, by the time you get to Minneapolis or even Milwaukee, are definitely the Detroits or the Haywards or God help us with the Duluth Superiors or the La Crosse, Wisconsin's. It's just too damn cold up there. I mean, I went to school in La Crosse and it got to minus 30 every year in the winter. There are no stray dogs in Wisconsin because they don't make it through the winter. But then when I went up through Superior, Minong, Wisconsin, Hayward, Wisconsin, it's 95% the cost of living. Now, what about houses along the way? Now, if you go into Denver right now, the median home price is about 587. There's some areas that it's spiked up to 625, but 587 is really the average of the entire city. It's like Colorado Springs averages $487,000 now for a three-bedroom, two-bath house. Good luck getting that at the Old North End in the Broadmoor, Old Colorado City, Pleasant Valley. Rock Rimmon, stuff like that. But $487,000. As I drove through Omaha looking at the houses on the hills and on the edge of the fields in the metropolitan area, $271,000 is their median home price. Go into Des Moines, it's $195,000 median price for a home, less than half of one in Colorado Springs. That's why I'm going to sell a house that I have in Divine Redeemer this spring do a 1031 exchange. If you ever want to hear about that, that's how to sell a house and buy another one, an investment property, sell one, buy a new one, no taxes. I'll sell that one house in Divine Redeemer in the spring, and I will buy two full houses in St. Louis for the same price. It's a buy one, get one for free, a two for one. So it's pretty amazing. When I went into Minneapolis, the median price is 345000 we went into Wisconsin, where Milwaukee, the median home price is 174000 We even went around Minong and Hayward, where the median home prices are 179 to 215000 and that's for homes on a lake. So Colorado Springs is phenomenal, but as you go into the heartland, things get more affordable. So that's what I'm going to finish with in the 
power segment, the last nine minutes of the show, I'm going to tell you what we can do with this information, how it benefits you, how you can take it to heart and integrate it into your budget and your buying decisions. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. Call me at 330-1457 during the break to start your next mortgage transaction. I'll be right back. Seasons change and rearrange and the tail run free Found my place in all its grace The heartland for me She could see him coming from a mile away, kicking up dust down the dirt road. She ran and met him at the front gate, hopped in the truck. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin. We want to pop you out. The sun was all that failed as the moon began to rise. Beneath the stars in each other's arms, they were on to something. It ain't called hard man nothing. Well, thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay Garvins. If you're just hopping into your car or walking into the room or turning on the podcast, I am the host of the Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk. I've had a conversation with you for the last hour about a trip to the heartland, taking a really good look at the Midwest, some of the values, but more importantly than that, just taking a good look at quality time one-on-one with someone in your life. And this road trip, I took my adult son. This is the summer trip, the little four-day trip for us to have one-on-one before he goes off to college because he's going to pre-med school at Wash U. He's always going to be available, and we'll see him, but he ain't coming home. He's not going to live with us permanently anymore. I don't count uh, summer permanent. If we get him for two or three more summers, we'll be excited. But after college, he's got another four years of medical school and practicals and stuff. So quality time with people around you while they are present is the real theme of this show. Uh, The big takeaways, we can talk about what it was like traveling through the Midwest, up through Denver, out into Nebraska, you know, North Platte, Kearney, Omaha, Lincoln, into Iowa with Des Moines, turning north, not quite to Dubuque, but heading straight up through the farm fields in the heartland, rolling plains of Minnesota, and then take a hard right into nowhere Wisconsin, Hayward, Wisconsin, Minong, Wisconsin, Rice Lake, Superior, 50 miles shy of the Canadian border. But the big takeaways that we all have to get out of our bubble. doesn't matter to me whether your big road trip is just going down to Canyon City or Florence, Colorado. It's gorgeous down Highway 24. Beautiful downtown Canyon City. Go to the Royal Gorge. But even more than that, just walk the city. Go to Florence. Walk the antique shops. Go to one of the markets. Pick one person to spend quality time. Now, I've done endless trips with... My family of four, my wife, my daughter, and my son, and we're going on another one back to the Midwest, and we're taking our two dogs. You know, growing up, our kids' reality for a trip was hop on an airplane with 
Nana and Papa go to Cozumel or Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, sit in a resort on a beach and have a dude hold a sign that says Dr. Duran, my father-in-law, and you get taken to the condo in an SUV, and that's not reality. For me growing up, it's throwing four or five people into a Ford Edge with a dog or two and a cooler and a stinky shoe and a whole bunch of giggles and laughs and people getting tired of one another and stopping at the gas stations and falling out of the car like a cookie over a tipped box of Oreos or whatever. But you have to take the time to step back, get out of our bubble, and go where the adventure takes you. Now, along the way, I'm a businessman. I'm a radio show host. So I really took a step back and started to compare our economy here in El Paso County and in Colorado Springs compared to the Midwest, the breadbasket, throughout Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, you know, Nebraska, Kansas. I think you can even put in Oklahoma, Arkansas, Missouri, all into that. But I hit the big five, you know, Colorado, Nebraska, Iowa, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. And like I told you, Colorado Springs and Colorado has ascended to a very popular and along with that, a very expensive state to live. Saw a couple windmills. Quite a few, actually, in Colorado where we're switching to clean energy. You know, the governor has made this new pact to try a brand-new energy source and throw a completely good one, clean-burning natural gas and oil and coal for wind to an untested source of renewable energy. And as shocking as it seems, our utilities are going up. You see a couple, quite a few in Nebraska, a couple in Iowa. You don't see any windmills in Wisconsin or Minnesota. They got their coal-burning plants. If you look at the cost of living, the cost of living now in those areas has remained the same, where Colorado Springs has elevated from 94% of the national average, 98% of the national average, at the national average. Now it's 102% the national average. Now it's 104% national average. And if we want to be like Denver, Denver's 120% the national average. But as you go through, I shared with you, and I'll read them again, our son's going to school in St. Louis, and that's 88% of the national average. It's really, now it's not an inexpensive college. That is a painful sore in my side. But the cost of living there is very affordable. And we're going to take advantage of that, where you can sell a house here for 500000 and buy two easily, two-bedroom, two-bath, three-bedroom, one-bath, whatever, in a good neighborhood of St. Louis for 250000 So when I started to look at this as I was driving across country, you know, if you drive up into Nebraska in Omaha, you know, the Oracle of Omaha, the headquarters of... Brookshire Hathaway, home to the college NCAA World Series. You know, you have the locomotive capital of the country. You can buy a house in Oklahoma for $271,000. Not too much different than buying one in St. Louis. If you go to Des Moines, Iowa, Iowa is a great place to live. Great senators, great governors, great government. $195,000. Well, I don't want to live in Iowa. Well, during retirement, that might become the case. So you got into Minneapolis, that's 345, 175 in Milwaukee. But the most important thing out of everything is to remember that these are potential places to retire or invest, but also just taking the time to invest in you and relationships is important. And as I state at the end of every show, go grow and prosper. Tell someone close to you that you love them. 
because that's all that matters in the end. Can't take the car or the Jeep or the trailer or the house with you, but you can take the memory. So get out, get an adventure with one person you love, and tune in next week as I return to The Jay Garvin Show. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Home and Mortgage Talk. 330-1457 is my number. Have a great week. The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio.